0: What do you want? What do you really, really, really want? When Jesus' disciples ask him how to pray, he tells them three basic things to ask for daily bread, forgiveness of sins, and to not be subjected to the final test. And as a side note, the version of the Our Father that we're more familiar with comes from Matthew's Gospel, but today we're going to listen to what Luke said. So let's start with that daily bread petition. Give us each day our daily bread. The obvious meaning of this is the Eucharist. But how often do we actually pray this prayer while thinking of the Eucharist and asking God for it? Thinking of Jesus' flesh and blood, the most important food that there is, that we absolutely need for our salvation. Jesus said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot have life within you. Do we really, really want it? Do we ask and beg God for it? Do we badly need the Eucharist within our hearts? St. John Vianney once said, if we really understood the Mass, we would die of joy. And he also said, there's nothing so great as the Eucharist. If God had something more precious, he would have given it to us. Think about that. If there had been something more precious than the Eucharist, would not God have given that to us? God who wants to give us the good gifts and knows what are the best gifts? Of course he's going to give us the best thing that he has. And what he gave us was the Eucharist. Padre Pio once said, It would be easier for the world to survive without the sun than to do without Holy Mass. The sun is left less of a gift to us than is the Eucharist, and I know this coming week the sun might not seem like a gift, but uh, believe me, without it, we would not be doing well. And we simply don't understand how great a gift the Eucharist is, or sometimes we take it for granted. Do we even think to ask God for our daily bread? Do we really desire it? So what is your relationship with the Eucharist? And what do you want it to be? And here's where God can help us even more because it's not our job alone to make that relationship what it should be. Ask and you will receive. If we truly want that deep longing in our hearts, that visceral need for the Eucharist within ourselves, let's ask God to place that need within us. Let's ask God to give us that hunger, and that longing. The second request Jesus instructs his disciples to make is to ask for forgiveness. And St. Paul speaks very strongly about forgiveness in our second reading. He says, even though you were dead in sin, he brought you to life along with him, having forgiven us all of our transgressions. Even when you were dead. And again, no need to raise your hand on this one, but how many of us feel some sort of deadness inside us right now because of the sins we have committed? Jesus brings us back to life, forgiving us when we ask him. But do we ask him? Are we willing to go to Jesus in the sacrament of confession and ask for forgiveness? And again, Jesus knows what's best for us. If there had been a better way, Would he not have given it to us? But what he gave us was the sacrament of reconciliation precisely because we need it. And it's a question of relationship and trust and how those things are repaired. We all need and we all want healing, but the first step is to admit we have a problem, and when we've hurt someone, if we want to heal that relationship, we must admit out loud to the one we've hurt. When the one we've heard is Jesus, we must admit out loud to Jesus' representative, the priest. And there's trust that's needed here. Trust in the priest, yes, but even more trust that Jesus knows what's best for us and has given to us what is best for us. God knows how to give us the gifts that we need. So let's make use of what he has given to us and do as Jesus instructs us. Ask the Father to forgive us our sins. And the third request we're instructed to make is to ask that we not be subjected to the final test. And the story of Abraham in our first reading as he continually begged God for more and more leniency is helpful here. It should teach us how to pray. He starts by asking God to spare Sodom on the basis of only 50 people in the city being good. Just a tiny fraction And then ask for a smaller and smaller and smaller fraction that the whole city might be spared. And we should similarly ask God to spare us based on only a tiny part of our hearts being good. Ask God to spare us simply based on loving him a little bit. So these three things, the Eucharist, forgiveness of sins, and eternal salvation, how important are they to us? On a list of things that we ask God for, where are these three? Are they really the most important to us, or do they get pushed aside for other things? What do you really, really want? And is it what Jesus tells us to ask for? Today, let's ask Jesus, just as his disciples did 2,000 years ago, to teach us to pray to teach us what is most important, and to teach us what we should ask for from our loving Father. Lord Jesus, give us the grace to want and to desire the things which are best for us. Give us the grace to feel a deep hunger for the Eucharist, for forgiveness, and for salvation.